it's hump it's hump day mm, thank god <laughs> <laughs> the, the beginning of the wtf yes i've been through the ringer this week it's been a it's been fascinating really like work wise or personal wise more personally mm, it works a breeze usually yeah other than the days where i'm like what the heck did I do yesterday? And what am I doing today? And trying desperately to get into the zone before I'm next interrupted. Yep. That's the hardest thing. Yeah, I've had to resort to like, I mean, I have rules in place from the last place I was at where I only have a certain number of hours available for meetings, but it's like, I'm finding that I need more, like bigger chunks of time. So like, I actually have to be like super proactive and like really lock down my calendar um so yeah and it's like it's a lot more work than i thought it was going to be it's not quite as easy yeah i have two more um things that i took on my plate just today so it's like great let's make that 10 projects no big deal which is fine like both like one of them just a short-term like immediate fire like there's a fire and we need to put out the fire so bring jess in um that's why i'm called um the wolf <laughs> from pulp fiction <laughs> and um another one's like a new engagement like same company just a new project or a new um initiative within that same company so i know everyone already now it's just another new Right out of the <laughs> gate. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm getting so bad at that. I mean, yeah. Hey, I mean, uh, at some point, might, at some point, just... we just needed to skip it um, and say, "Who cares?" Hey, yeah. how was your trip uh, over the weekend? Was it? Oh, did fine. it exceed your expectations? Did or did it meet your expectations? Like you had wildly fantastic expectations and yeah that happened um it met expectations it wasn't uh super extravagant or lush or um oh my god this happened it was very much a vacation where you know we shopped on thursday went out to dinner we went to a new little town went out to dinner went on a boat went out to dinner and then we came home so like it was very chill, relaxed. I didn't have one minute to myself besides like in my bedroom, but okay. So the house that we stayed in, it was an 1800s, 1815 was when it was um, built. And so the ceilings, like when I put my hand up to touch the ceiling, my elbow is still bent. Like I can't even extend my whole hand. That's how short the ceilings are you cannot be over six feet like your head would hit everything and um they had like one of those cellar basements that was creepy af like complete Blair Witch type um feeling and vibe um and I believe in spirits and so I believe that I I know that I'm able to like feel and sense well <laughs> The first night I was there, I was just freaking out. I am like, I can't sleep. I can't do anything because I'm like, okay, there's 
something that I'm feeling and I need to go to bed, but I can't. And so I started putting headphones in. And so I was like listening to meditation and I'm like, that helped me fall asleep. So then the next night I was sleeping with my headphones in and one of my earbuds fell out and there was only one in my right ear and the meditation got quiet and all of a sudden it got really loud and I heard a man's voice in my ear and I screamed bloody murder on the top of my lungs thinking it was like a ghost trying to get me but really it was my meditation and my earbud and so then I started laughing and it was fine then the next night I was able to sleep like better but it took me a long time to like get used to that 1815 house it was scary but it was super cute and then in like the parlor room that's what we called it we were sitting in the parlor um there was a creepy uh portrait of george washington like a painting and i swear every time you walked by those eyes watched you <laughs> it was the creepiest thing so yes that was the only oh and then i fell and i hurt my knee so i was like walking and i was looking up at the stars and i like fell off the curb <laughs> And I fell on my knee. And how many beverages in were you? Zero. There were other um, recreational um, things that were legal in Boston. <laughs> it's legal, so. Okay. I, yeah. Wow. So that was more of like the theme of the trip. You've blurred it's yourself, nice to know Steve. that Twi Twizzlers licorice is legal in Boston. Twizzlers, yes. Yep. Very legal. You're blurry, Steve. Ethan, you were about to say, I know I'm blurry. I I know. Ethan, you were going to say? That you're blurry. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There. That's what I like to see. Do you have a separate camera or are you using the built-in laptop? No, it's a separate camera. It just sometimes decides to go wonky. What do you have? What do you have? Uh, it's a Logitech, I think. Yeah. Like a C920 or something. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I did something very cold this weekend, by the way, Jess. Oh. I tried fixing my pressure washer. Ooh, that's it's hot. still not working. Oh, it's I'm not sorry. hot. <laughs> It's it not hot. If you hot. can't fix it, it's not hot. I'm Fail. struggling. I've cleaned out all the gas. Like I, it turns out, this is self-inflicted. I don't think I've used it. I've had it sitting in my basement for like two years, and I left gas in it. Mm -hmm. Bad idea. Yeah. It was like honey. It was like honey at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm still. I still have to deal with extracting some honey from some spot that I haven't found, so. Why wouldn't you just buy a new one? Uh, Cause then I'm throwing this one in the, in the, into the dumpster or wherever, and that's stupid. So I, I can fix it. Okay. It's just going to take me time and patience that I don't have. <laughs> um, and knowledge that I don't have. So I'll wow. get it working. It's not that old. I have faith in you. I know you can do it. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I've already replaced like the pump on it because I made the mistake of leaving it in my shed over a winter mm -hmm. and that ruined the pump. So I started keeping it inside during the winter. 
and uh, yeah, not happy. So I'm going to take 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 it apart more than what I have, and be more patient with it. So sorry to hear that. So while you were dealing with your spirits, I was dealing with my evil denizens of the pressure washer. Yes. Ethan, did you have any uh, foes to vanquish this weekend? Editing all the podcast episodes I have been procrastinating on, which is why there haven't been any for, I don't even know how many weeks. <laughs> I think it's been at least four. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was nine episodes at least that I had to go through. Oh, wow. wow. Because it's been so long, I had to listen to all of them the whole way through. Oh, oh my gosh. And we had a number of ones that were over an hour long. Oh, my Ouch. gosh. One of them, one of them, I was like, I was like so captivated by it. Like it was, it was fun listening to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then just at the end, you were like, oh, this is so fun. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is just it was the first time I'd used a new song, and I'm like, oh, man, this music is just on point for this episode. Yes! <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I remember that one. Clearly, that wasn't one of the Star Trek episodes. <laughs> um, It may have, because there are two that we destroyed Jess at the end. Yeah. Start two in a row, two is what so it may have been one of those ones. <laughs> Shaka and the walls fell. Yep. 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 <laughs> I think Dharmic and Jalad just came out. And it did. Yeah. It did. Well so that came out last week, so then there's a, so another one I think just released ish maybe. Maybe it's going out tomorrow. Oh yep. Thirty eight plans to processing. Okay, what do you guys have for your 4th of July tradition? And the reason why I ask is because I had a family tradition for my birthday to go to like a Twins game or a Loons game or a Saints game or like a a sporting event with the family. So Jason, um, Jason, Reese, Brooke and I, his mom, dad, brother, or we'd go out to his parents. Like I always, you know, spent it with my family even last year. So we were divorced, but last year we even did that. This year, not happening. So this is the first year I am now not being with the family that I know for the past 16 years. Um, And I am having a really hard time thinking about a new tradition or like, what can I do with the girls, just us three or do I invite myself somewhere? Do we go to like Delano for a parade? Like, I don't know. This is just new to me. So I wanted to get your guys's like, what do you guys do on the fourth? Like any fun tips or tricks or have you heard of things that you wanted to do? We used to go, we used to go to uh, different fireworks displays. We'd go to one. And so we'd usually go with friends or family. Early on it was family, then it switched to friends. Um, and then we did like our city or my city does like a big thing that's not on the actual 4th of July, which mm. people from all over, like, you know, our area just included in that come to watch because it's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would be an option. We did that for a number of years. That's a blast, but it's first come first serve people go and you got to put your blanket down and then yep. work and then yep. come back. 
Um, and then lately we've, uh, I think the last two years, we just, yeah, it's because it's been the entire pandemic. Um, we just, some friends invited us over and so now we go and we okay. light fireworks off in their driveway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With all of our kids, so. <clears throat> Maybe like grill or something during the day, but it's like, it's pretty low key now. It's not like a big, not a big thing. I don't want to work. Cause if we grill, that means I'm doing it. And I just spent an hour grilling for them to eat four bites of brats, a half a corn on the cob and a half of a peach and all that grilling. <laughs> For just that so no i don't want to grill if somebody comes over and grills for me because it's my birthday i will accept it <laughs> and are you on the fourth of july yeah okay i have another friend that's like that too well his wife is the fourth of july and the it's, i mean it sucked for him kind of because like his favorite holiday is the fourth of july and then oh, they, really? like, got married and he's like it's kind of a bummer because it's like it's her birthday <laughs> <laughs> What do you do, Steve? Um, I don't have a specific thing to do during the day, but where I live, there is a park that is probably three blocks from me that is notorious for being one of the top in the metro area for fireworks. Oh, okay. And... Like, I didn't even know it was this notorious. Like, all of a sudden, one time on the radio, they were like, oh, there's this, there's A, B, and C are the best. And like, this was on the list. Wow. And every once in a while, I'll be talking to somebody, usually at our organization, and I will mention, like, the location roughly where I live. And they're like, oh, you go to the fireworks. <laughs> like, yep. yep. So it's very, that, so we do that. Um, you know, drag a couple of chairs over yeah. or blanket and sit and they are pretty amazing fireworks. Hmm. That's probably about it. Do I grill out sometimes? Sure. Um, or I'll just, make something. Yeah. Like you can do whatever you want. We've had years where we, we usually get fireworks and we'll like light it off in our driveway if we don't go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes we'll let the kids stay up and watch something at like you know, around midnight. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. We live on a, on a Creek, which is near where this park is. And one year we like right at dusk went out in kayaks to this area where there's a large um, kind of pond area and sat in the kayaks in the dark so and cool. watched the fireworks. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'd love that. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. My dog is not a fan of the fireworks. Oh gosh, neither is my dog. No. Yeah. Not a fan. Your dog's name is Jizz again, Jess? What? Sparky. Sparky. What? Sparky <laughs> had a bit of a red rocket problem. Does he still have a oh, red rocket problem? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did when I first got him. <laughs> Mom, Sparky has a hot dog coming out of him. <laughs> coming out of his privates. That's what they said. That's funny. <laughs> Do you remember that story? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the best happy hours. <laughs> and I remember, I will never forget the first year I was separated, I had to cut my grass. <laughs> And everyone on the happy hour, I'm like, okay, I got to go. They're like, no, no, let's watch it. Let's watch you cut your grass for the first time ever. I and, was and on I that could, happy hour. You were. Every yeah. once in a while, you'd go right by the by your window. <laughs> and that's literally the first time ever I've cut grass because my as mom I, always did it. Yeah, as I recall, we were all giving you pro tips on what to do when cutting the grass. Yeah, absolutely. And they all worked. I still use them. <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a super interesting time because like we were all at this place together and it just ended. Yeah. Like there was no ramp down or any it was just over one day. And it was because we kept those happy hours going for a long time. Yeah. like on a weekly like weekly basis and i've thought about like because if you look at i mean if you're into any team building stuff people are trying to add things to the process and there's that kind of morning period afterwards now and i'm like that's exactly what happened to us like because okay. there was no end it, it was so terrible yeah that was hard the, the happy hours were a blast though doing it virtually and i remember i was making food all the time and grilling while we were doing yeah, it like everybody was just doing the most random things <laughs> <laughs> that's when i became an alcoholic i'm not getting like every weeknight there was a happy hour because we're still trying to stay connected and it was so easy to do it from your house and so I'm not kidding. I had a bottle of wine almost every single night and a bottle, a whole <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and I, think, I was not drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody had like something that they were into. Oh, Maybe man. if other recreational things were more, you know, more, a little not bit more illegal. legal here, they yeah. would be doing that too. We'd all be doing that together or something. <laughs> like some Brady Bunch like passing it. Yeah, I, I went from like going through a six pack a week to a six pack a night almost. Seriously? Yeah. It was awesome. It was. <laughs> it was so great. Did time just fly by for you guys? Was it just like? <laughs> well, I, so specifically on the on that happy hour you were you were referring to, I remember showing up like the the next week or. I don't know if it was every week or every two weeks, but I showed up at the next one and and there was like the conversation. So how how long do you stay on? And me and me and BFF were like midnight. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And it was like what? Yeah. Yeah. There's like there was an after part. I mean, the happy hour was only like an hour, yep. but it would go for like three, and then there was an after party with. Yep. No, and we started playing like code names online. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah, all of a sudden I would get like a text message every so often from Manda saying, Hey, we're still on. You want to join? Like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We I remember we uh we when the restrictions kind of loosened and we met up at a brewery. Mm -hmm. A couple of us. And we were like, well, we know we're going back to, you know, the, the, uh, you know, we're going to have the virtual happy hour at some point. We held a virtual 
fantasy draft for happy hour attendees. <laughs> Jess, you were one of the drafted ones. Oh, I know, I remember that. We each got to pick one person, and if that person showed up, you got points. <laughs> I got a phone call, like during it, like, hey, are you coming? I really need you to come. I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. I think it was a uh, BFF who drafted me, or no. I think- I think no BFF. I think drafted. Yeah. I think drafted. Totally drafted me. Yeah. He texted me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we were we were awarding each other points when our drafted person showed up for happy hour. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Good times, and now like I barely have any alcohol in the house. And I mean, I still drink, but <laughs> not as much. I don't drink a bottle a night anymore. Dude, well, I remember. I mean, yeah. So you did that on purpose. You like took it out of the house so you wouldn't have as much, or is it just like the nature of things? What's funny is last year at this time I was dating a guy who was sober, and so it naturally happened because I just, when I was hanging out with him, I wasn't drinking as much. And so it actually naturally happened and it stuck. It's not like as though I went back to it. It was like, I really needed to do something different and I was able to stick to it, so. Yeah, I've been finding that just change things up lately has been like, just do it different. Oh my God, I was just going to say that. Just do it different. Do yeah, something different. Pretty much. And last night there was um, my boy, now boyfriend. He makes me amazing shrimp and mussels, like the best shrimp and mussels. <clears throat> and there was one or no, there were two pieces of shrimp left. And he's like, here, take them. And I said, no, I'm going to do something different. He's like, what? I go, my biggest pet peeve about men are those people who leave one stupid piece of something on the plate and I'm always the one to eat it because I hate it. I hate leaving one or two pieces of thing, eat the last fucking piece, I don't care. That's my biggest pet peeve. And I'm like, guess what? I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna leave it. I'm not gonna eat the last one or two. <laughs> like, I don't need it. Even though it's a pet peeve of mine, I really don't need the extra whatever it is. And so I'm going to do something different. I said it last night. It was something different. Wow, it's nice to see you pivot away from that. Pivot. <laughs> pivot. I don't think we have see, one called pivot. See, what I did there is I took my own pet peeve and did it back to myself. Yep. Does it bother you when you do it? When you do it, is it okay? Uh, No, actually, I still <laughs> cringe when I think about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw this in there because it fits. Oh, but it, it still grates on me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't. I get bothered when I say like the same word over and over again, like really quickly, which happens all the time in like corporate. It just you know, one the word of the day could be think critically one day, and you say that like five times in like a paragraph in one meeting. You're like, I want to shoot myself, dude. <laughs> so, like, I, I sound like a d bag. Yeah. <laughs> You really need thought leadership. That's been a word of mine recently. Like we really need to work on thought leadership. Is that what you're looking for? You're looking for more thought leadership? Yeah. I'm, I really, really like this person's thought leadership. 
oh my god <laughs> buzzwords are the best man i remember <laughs> when i first interviewed here and so i was thinking about leaving i was out with a friend that was here already and i'm like i don't know what to do with my resume and he's like just put a bunch of buzzwords together and i'm like all right <laughs> i wrote something out i'm like this is freaking nonsense it sounds so stupid outside of this context I'm so good at resumes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great at bullshitting. <laughs> I did. So my current one, I changed the beginning. And uh, the first three words are data-driven analytical. <laughs> yeah. Data-driven analytical. Yeah. Just it, it just makes me laugh so hard because it's just... <laughs> and the only reason I, I never thought of myself as data-driven until a friend asked me, they're like... Well, what do you do when you first go to a place? And I'm like, I observe everything that's going on. And then I take all that information and I do stuff with it. And they're like, yeah, you're data driven. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I actually like looking at your guys' resumes. Both of you have really good resumes. So I used to like take little snippets of your guys's. Have you seen my new one? I think no. it's, I think it's pretty stellar. <laughs> no, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> Toot my own horn. Sorry, Steve. Not not only tuning your own <laughs> horn, but like I've updated my resume. What did I? What have I just said? No, I had to update it when I went to the new place. Like, so I had to go through that because I was on the bench for a little bit. So, and <laughs> okay. I and I All actually right. I do have to update it to include the new place as well here in the next month or so. All right, that's fair. So that's fair. That's the only reason like I went through that whole process is because I had to. I think my camera goes out of focus when I move back and forth. Okay, so, all right, so I told about uh, your dream and how you're mad at me. Oh, yeah. And and I told her what I was going to do, right? So I'm like, this is the whole conversation, which you can hear. And I don't know if that one's going to be out. But anyway, so this was my plan. Um, I was going to reach out to that person on Cameo and have them make a video and send it to you, too. I saw that person and I think that is genius. Like She's freaking sent- hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, you sent me her um TikTok and I like her and you totally need to do that. Yeah, so I was going to I was going to have her make one right now and I was going to send it to you guys like before tonight. <gasps> And I couldn't decide if I was going to... So the only reason I'm telling you is because she's not available to do cameos right now, and I don't know when she's going to be. So basically, I was going to play a big old prank on you guys. <laughs> I told uh, about it, and she's it? like, she's like, don't do that. She's like, Jess will be so mad at you. I'm like, I'm like, you really think so? I'm like, I think it's hilarious. She's like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I would have cried. I'm like about to cry thinking about it right now. Like, would you really do that? Like, I would have believed it. It's because I know you. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, I was, so then I was like, okay, I'm like, well, because that was the funniest to me was just to send it to you guys, and I was like, I would tell her that it's a prank and let her do whatever she wants with that information. And then I'm like, maybe I'll just like send it to him like right at the beginning of an episode and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Question for you about resumes. Yeah. How important are they? And I and I say that like when you get a resume from a candidate looking for you to where you're either hiring them, looking possibly hiring them, 
or interviewing them? How important is it? My personal opinion is that they are important. Like for me, if you slough off on a resume, you're going to slough off on documentation and you're going to slough off on details and you're going to slough off on just kind of doing whatever. If you take time, it shows. And then I actually get into the details of the resume. And if you can't speak to them, like, yeah, it's, we're done. So I think resumes are important. You're done. From, you're done. <laughs> from like a hiring, like an FTE, right? Like hiring to a company from a consulting perspective, they're a little less because of our model. We we're not supposed to lead with resumes. We're supposed to lead with um, the reason why this person is a good candidate and the resume is there to support it. So we have a conversation first and then we say, however, not everyone does that and not all companies are like that. So then those companies need the resume to even get through the process. So it all depends on the company and the relationship we have with the company. I have not interviewed in f at least five years. Yeah. And I've only been at three places, but it's like, so one of them, they were just like, you're going out here. Never met anybody, didn't talk to anybody from the place. And then the next place, I knew one of the people there. So they're like, yeah, give them a call. And it was like 20 minutes, like, hey, how you doing type thing. And they're like, now you're going out there. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm, so I do the the technical interviews. And so for me, it's, I don't care as much about the resume. I look at the resume to see what they say, but I'm asking, you know, yeah super difficult I don't ask difficult questions but I'm asking technical questions to validate the stuff that they say I do look at their resume and LinkedIn mm -hmm. um, to see if they have that just to mostly just so I know what they look like this was back from when we would go meet people mm -hmm. but I have a friend that's uh, he's a manager at Indeed and you know, his, he's more, I think they're more automated HR. And so him and I had talked about it and he's like, they're like, he, they're looking for keywords. I mean, even yeah. him, like he was like, I look for keywords for these things, you know, depending on what the position is. And so that's another thing too, is resumes become really important and tailored resumes are important if you're going through an automated HR system. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know. I think they're important. I have a, you know, when you get to be Steve's age, it's just so long. Like how do you decide what to, what to kick off? There's actually some truth to that. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, I'm not even putting this on there because it's completely irrelevant to what I'm doing or it's redundant. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I, I don't see them getting whomever's looking at this to get any value of me putting this on there. Yep. Yeah. So yes, there are things that drop off my resume. Yep, every time you updated it. Yep, but I also look at it and go, my resume is way too freaking long. Nobody's reading this. There's <laughs> no way. Mine's up to four pages, I think. I can't remember if it was three or four. I added a page this year with this new update. Um, well, right. because I because I completely revamped it is what happened. <laughs> well, and you're older. 
<laughs> yeah, not older than you. <laughs> it just doesn't end. The hits keep no. on coming. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. But I, but I just sort of look at my resume and say, am I wasting my time with it? I don't think so. And I think to some extent, I, I have angst over the details that are never seen. Correct. Yes. To me, like that opening paragraph is the most important. And then your most current information. That to me are the two most important things that I look at. And then every so often I'll look at the last piece of information to see where you came from. Like, how did you get to where you are? And so I don't, the middle part is just fluff. That's just your experience. But the first is when, how you learned. And then now is where you're at today. I like to look at how long people have been at places too. Yeah, yep. for sure. Oh yeah. When I oh, went yeah. to school. Like, my IT management class then the professor was like he's like what's the difference between 10 years at a place and 10 years at 10 places mm -hmm. like what's the difference and you know I mean we came from a place and Steve did too where it's like you get a job and you hold on to it so it's like yep. that to me I was like oh that 10 years you know and I was new in the industry and I was new in my career and everything and he was like yeah, that's probably actually not the best. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Tell me about this. Why wouldn't it be the best? <laughs> you don't get any experiences. You don't have other opinions. You don't have other um, perspectives. You don't have other um, cultures and politics. And it's all the same. You're, you've grown accustomed to the same thing, even though it's like a different group. It's still the yeah. same company. Um, I think, yeah, that was very apparent at the last place that we were at because a lot of them had been there for so long and it's like yep. my favorite was one person in particular loved loved to be like i have 20 years of experience and it's yeah. like well, 10 of them are here man like nothing <laughs> and i mean you guys aren't cutting edge i don't know what to tell you yeah but i would also argue that you know if you went to 10 places six months apiece oh that's horrible you're not, you're not getting no. You're not learning some of the other hard lessons. Exactly. Which is what happens when the politics set in and yeah. you have to navigate that rocky shoal. Yeah. Oh, completely agree. So I have this theory that every human alters not who they are because your values and morals always remain the same. Personas. But you, but you change, not personas, not a persona you don't change who you're talking to you change what your likes and dislikes are every five to seven years and so every five to seven years you kind of go through a reboot of like okay maybe i don't want to i don't know play games every night until 1 a.m anymore i want to like focus on this differently blasphemy <laughs> maybe i don't want to drink a bottle of wine every night Yes. That I want to do X. Yes. I want to focus more on health or whatever. Who's X? What's X? <laughs> read books. I want to read books. yoga. Yes. Play competitive origami. Or I feel that every five to seven years, a major event happens in your life that kind of alters who you are. So whether it be a death of a parent or a birth of a child or a 
loss of something, a gain of something, a new job, something kind of alters who you are. And so like I became more stressed out actually when I got pregnant and had multiple, you know, and had kids and my mom was dying, right? So I was completely stressed out and I started treating people differently. I started being more controlling. I started being more um, snapped, you know, I snapped all the time. But that was like a, a seven year period in my life. And now that I went past that, I'm oh, different. You were pregnant for seven years? Well, <laughs> yes, I was. No, I, hell no, that'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? I had two kids in those seven years and my mom died. And um, like, same with a job. I feel like you should move on from a job after five to seven years, except consulting, because consulting, you try different jobs. But like, if you've been an FTE at a company, I believe that every five to seven years, you should move on to the next because you've changed, the company has not, and now you need to learn and grow. That's my theory. Yeah, my dad still loves to talk about how like the millennials and the Gen Z, you know, they change. And what he likes to point out is the statistic is that like a I can't remember what it is, but he likes to say that like a big number of them change careers every like three to five years. He's not like just jobs. He's like just doing something completely different than what yeah. they were doing. <laughs> From like IT to being an artist. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I think like it seems like to me one year is the minimum at a place. Like if you do that, like nobody's probably going to bat an eye at one year. Um, a year and a half. I think that's minimum. 18 months. That's minimum. The other thing is, like, if you have these blips, like, as long as you can explain it, like, if you go to a really right. toxic place and you're there for, like, three months, you can just be like, that place stuck, dude. Like, I'll for be sure. honest with you. Yeah. But if, but if there's a pattern. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The pattern is more important than the, the one isolated outlier. Yeah. yeah. Target was my, I was there for eight months and I'm like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> when were, when were you there? So just, it was like just one year, like it's fine. Before. It... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Before... <laughs> company. And I've been at our company for 10 years, 10 years now. Yeah. So 10 years ago. Well, and so that was back in the day. Cause I was at. Best Buy, uh, 2000, 2015-ish. And so Target Target was starting to change their culture, but like they were, prior to that, they were business dress every day, like shirt and tie required every single day. No casual, I mean, even Best Buy was still kind of like that. Like they had, I think we talked about that. You could pay pay to wear jeans on the weekend or whatever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so so awesome. weird. So like, I can believe that. Um, I know there's lots of people that go between those two companies. So like when I left that one place, I told, you know, I told the, the people I'm like, I don't even, don't even try and put me at the other place. I'm not going to be one of those people that has been at both. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I got to be different. Yeah. There's just some companies that... That's why I do everything different. Have you ever worked with somebody who 
doesn't want to do the work, but they would be really good at teaching it. And that's where their space is. Yeah, I know a couple people like that. <laughs> mm, um... it, it, it drove me out of a particular place because I'm like, I am not going to sit here and do the work for both of us because you just want to sit here and teach yeah and you don't want to you don't you don't want to actually put into practice what you're telling others to do yep i can see that i hope to god i'm not like that i don't think so someone told I'm, me i'm withholding judgment until i've worked with you okay yes <laughs> We haven't worked together, which is weird. Well, now that I'm in the new role, hopefully I'll be able to work with you. Ethan's not very excited to work with me. You, you say hopefully now, but... Uh, Ethan and I kind of conflicted this afternoon, <laughs> work-related, and I felt bad. But I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. We're friends, but now we're co-workers and co-workers that disagree on how things should go <laughs> what do we do yeah it's, i mean it's really just keep talking about it is all that yeah. it is like i'm yeah. not upset i don't think you're upset no. about it it's not like it's not like anybody's being malicious about anything no There's just disagreement on stuff so like it's fine i'm fine <laughs> like our conflict i think was healthy <laughs> as long as you were cool with it i'm cool with it because I like the way we communicate and we're very straightforward with each other, but also like expressing what our beliefs are. So two hours later, we found Steve's kryptonite. Talk about What's that? work. Talk about work a little bit. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I do have one thing to end this on, which I can wrap this up on. So one of my favorite colleagues of ours, his last day is on the, my project tomorrow his last day and he's rolling off out of the client or just off the project at the at the client so okay. he's so he's leaving the client leaving the project going on to something else okay. this is double d nope no nope. Oh, it's okay. not double d and we have on our team a rotating song of the day that the double d started oh fun yeah so everybody like, oh, here's the song of the day. This artist, this is the song. And then I'm passing the torch over to so-and-so. And as fate would have it, I get the song of the day tomorrow on his last day. Yay! <laughs> and I'm, this could be like the triumphant song to send him off. But instead, I'm going to phrase it like, I need help from the rest of the team because here is moving forward. Because my song of the day is all my happiness is gone. Oh, that's sad. I know, kind of sad, but I'm also like giving a nod to him. Like you're on your way out. This is really rather devastating, actually, I think to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who you're talking about. I need to figure out who that is. <laughs> I haven't paid attention anymore. I'm, I'm so that. used to that. <laughs> just kidding. You're not paying attention. <laughs> oh, he's he is uh, definitely one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. 